I got my spinny D, my spin drift. Spinny D, line. baby. You're still on that. Yeah. I remember yeah. those. Mm-hmm. I remember They're I was so actually good, I was working at a grocery store store that sold those when you first brought them up. Yeah. So I remember like stocking them and be like, oh, Bradley drinks these. They Have you had one? No. Uh, I think I think I have at one point. I don't remember much about it distinctly, though. What I remember from that grocery store was um, the LaCroix, stocking the LaCroix shelves, because here's what would happen. Um, and this actually is a little bit pertinent to you uh, because you wrote a sketch about LaCroix, more specifically, a certain kind of LaCroix. Um, here's yes. what would happen. We would order LaCroix in bulk, get huge stacks of boxes, um, mm-hmm. uh, different. And you would get even amounts of all the flavors, lime, raspberry, lemon, coconut. But people did not buy the coconut kind because it gross. sucks because it's bad. Yeah. You wrote a whole sketch revolving partially around how it's bad in high school i should add in high school yeah but still you did so you yeah you're an expert on this basically um yeah and nobody would freaking buy the coconut and so because i would handle kind of how it was stocked in the back i was running out of places to put freaking coconut Lacroix because we would get the same amount of it every time and nobody would buy it. I was literally using it as ballast for end displays. I was not using tables. I was stacking boxes of of, of coconut LaCroix and then putting tablecloths over it for end displays because I That's didn't so have funny. anything to do with it. It was awful. And I hate coconut LaCroix now. Anytime it like comes up around me, I'm like, go fuck yourself, coconut LaCroix. I hate you. You made my life a nightmare. <laughs> I will say in high school, ever since I made that sketch... And everyone, Spark Notes version, I made a sketch, as Hank said, about LaCroix. And it, LaCroix kind of became a meme at school. Before, it became a meme, yeah. bef- even in our town, yeah. It became a meme before it became, like, an actual it did. meme. It like, we were ahead of the curve. It caught on, yeah. It, w- it was strange. It was, like, parallel. Because the reason why we were talking about it was separate. Because this was, like, in, what, 2016, 2017, when it kind of started to take off. Yeah, 2017. Um, yeah, people made someone made a snap. This is the most 2017 thing ever. Someone made a Snapchat filter about that said like LaCroix and like had lines from the the play, the sketch that I wrote. Do you remember that? Wait, was that? I'll bleep the name, but it was who made it. Did you know the full? St- you know that I helped him with that, right? You helped that? <laughs> I forgot. I totally forgot to tell you that. You never told me. He asked me to make the graphic. I made the graphic for it. Oh, my God. Oh, I, t- I totally fucking forgot about that. And yeah, he said, don't tell, don't tell anybody we did this. I want it to be a mystery. I was like, all right, man. Wow. I totally fucking forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even want to do this episode now. I don't just want to sit in this for a while. <laughs> this is nuts. Yeah. Holy shit. I fuck I totally forgot about that. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so well, it, uh, was, it was uh, very cool. Our friend Knut had us uh, had me make a graphic for him because he wanted to make a Snapchat filter for the school as like a a mystery filter about the, the LaCroix meme from the school and I helped I helped him I made the graphic for that. <laughs> yeah remember snapchat filters when that was huge be like oh if you got a snapchat filter then that was a big deal was like crazy. they got a freaking filter for this shit whoa yeah. it was mm-hmm. good marketing honestly 
it worked yeah, well back back then it worked pretty well yeah um someone also painted a can of Lacroix on the rock outside did yep. you help with that we, no no wow okay but so that was just someone on their own we were into it we were we were getting into it yeah so yeah but um that's not the topic of today's episode although i think that it damn well could be because coconut Lacroix sucks yeah. ass but yeah Instead, we're going to be talking about um, something a little more galactic. And let's get uh, into it. With that, let's get into the episode. This theme was composed by John Williams. No, it's fake. (laughs) Now, that's fake news. And so before we get into this, might I just add, first because i always forget to say hey welcome to no good ideas the podcast where i talk about uh, bad ideas throughout history and pop culture i'm bradley miller that's hank far hank's gonna be taking the horn on this episode Woo-hoo! but first before we get into the episode last week i had a soundboard and let me just turn down the uh, sound effect that i'm gonna test out right <laughs> now and the <laughs> sound effect that i kept spamming was uh, sounds over, a lot that's actually already. That is a very nice level. I'm going to keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I started the episode by doing this. And you just have to do it again. You just couldn't. Well, resist. I have to do it again. <laughs> um, and I realized, you know, if I'm going to have a soundboard, I can't just have that be the only sound. So I went in and I still don't have the sounds from my old soundboard. Um, but I did find some other sound effects that I just randomly had on my computer. and. They are well, we're going to find out and see what these sound effects are. Now, I do not know what any of these are, so let's try these out. These are the sound effects we can use. All right. Whoa. That's good. That's from the that's from the Booyah days. I'd use that as a transition. Whoa. That'd be like a little. So for for changing subjects, be like hit the hits the hit the, tr- the transition. There yeah. we go. Uh, what we got? We got this. Oh, we got a text. Oh, my God. We got another text. Yeah, I got to turn these to multi shot. So we got to better check your phone. <laughs> you better check your phone. You forgot to call your mom back and she's got you questions. Check your phone. <laughs> you check your phone if you're driving, don't check your phone. Yeah. No, um, do, do, do it. It could be fun. No, that's not. I can't. That's got it. Yeah. Make that joke. Yeah, they can't check their phone not while they're cool. driving, cool. except for that one. Check that check. <laughs> uh, but uh, we got this one. That's the same one. That's Hold an on email. <laughs> yeah. So now I can just go like. Check your fucking email. Gotta check your phone. You haven't done your taxes. <laughs> I don't know if the IRS emails people. Disclaimer. I don't know. I don't think that's a thing, actually. I don't think they do. I think yeah. they. I think they're. I think they're classic the way they do yeah, things. Yeah, I'm so way too close. If you to get an email from the IRS, I'm. Don't quote me either way, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I know what this one is. Um, we don't really have to get into this one too much. It's just a. a dang it! It's. It, I thought it was going to be a different one. Classic. I had a whole other one ready. I need to go. I hold on. After this. I will find next week. I promise I'll have a new and improved soundboard. Um, that's not just a bunch of booing kids. Cool. Cool. We yeah. like that. Speaking of booing mm-hmm. kids. Bradley. 
Okay, this is hurtful. This is getting hurtful. Um, Bradley, what do you know about the Star Wars Holiday Special? Oh, snap. We're doing that today? <laughs> yes. Woo! Yes. Nothing. I just know that it was Star Wars, and it was apparently bad. It's likely that you know nothing, because it's basically been scrubbed from the face of the Earth, at least in an official capacity. But not quite. Wow. That actually changed a little bit recently, but we'll get there. Um, it is basically only available through bootleg, co- bootleg copies um of vhs recordings of the one time it aired on tv um this bootleg copy includes some of the uh news like broadcast or some some broadcast that came on at the end and this line at the end was apparently referenced as a very niche reference by in south park uh for a christmas episode so let's go back to 1978 Uh, do we have to i mean i mean We'll be out of there. Well, it's in and out, in and out, quick. We won't be okay. sticking around okay, for too long. Don't worry. Be better check your phone. Anyway, the continue. Film, the film Star Wars has aired recently, just has released recently, uh, but not too recently. It's been a minute. Um, but I'm blanking. I'm blanking on the <laughs> the date. I should probably have written that down. Um, but it's basically it's it's been a bit since Star Wars came out, but it was still a huge success. It has become a very important part of the cultural lexicon. Kids love it. Adults love it major hit major hit so like disneyland opening day yeah, just like exactly so yeah. george lucas is working on the empire strikes back you've probably heard about that movie because it's widely agreed upon as still the best piece of star wars media to this day although i will argue that it no longer holds that position due to some of the stuff that's come out in the tv space in star wars that i think is better personally Ooh, um, whoa you better check your phone wise, anyway continue I don't like this bit. It's just, it's just harassing the audience. <laughs> but um, so Empire Strikes Back is being worked on, but it's not going to be done for a little bit. And they want to keep Star Wars in the public mind. Uh, the companies that are behind Star Wars wants to keep it in the public mind and keep merchandise moving off the shelves. So um, it is greenlit to go ahead and do a holiday variety show using the Star what? Wars IP. George Lucas is really not involved. Um, he's still, so he had some input on the base idea. He really wanted it to be centering around Chewbacca's family celebrating Life Day. This was met with, this is very George Lucas. This whole, this whole first bit is very George Lucas. What's Life Day? Um, Life Day is... You know, they're not just going to have Christmas happen in Star Wars. This is a different galaxy that happened way before Santa Claus. So um, in the Star Wars universe, (laughs) Life Day is like functionally Christmas, but it's not going to be called Christmas, of course. So he wanted to be centered around Chewbacca's family during Life Day. The producers did not like this because they said, how are we supposed to produce a TV special with characters that don't speak and we're not allowed to have subtitles? At the time, they did not think that would be sick. Um, uh, and there I would are, watch that in a heartbeat. When I, when I was reading articles about this whole thing, and I guess this is, it's the 1970s, the people producing these, like, these things said some horrible shit. <laughs> really awful shit about the things that were happening. Such as, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say this in a way that it can be cut out in case we deem it not t- too much for the podcast, where one of the producers compared... Uh, uh, the sounds of Wookiees to fat people orgasming. Boo! 
that gets yeah, a boo. I agree with them. That, that gets a, a terrible thing. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that gets a boo. And so the the people that were kind of like on the the board or whatever, like the production for this, did not like this idea. But George Lucas's response to feedback was quote glacial. Uh, from one of the articles that I read, he would not budge. Oh, he would not move on it. So they had to do it. They had to get creative because he he very much required that that be that be the case. But other than that, he really he just wasn't really a part of it. Um, so they hired a director. The first director ended up leaving the project very early on because they brought him on. He was a film director that was on the floor, but they wanted it to be made like a TV production. So um, he couldn't get used to it was kind of him butting heads with like the tv standard tv production cycle and right. it didn't work so he ended up leaving the project very early on and they brought in a different guy um but the production was naturally a bit of a wreck so right. it started off as a way to kind of bridge uh the original star wars and empire strikes back um and it was centered around as i said chewbacca's family now it was Chewbacca's wife, who was named Mala, Chewbacca's father, who was named Itchy, and Chewbacca's <laughs> son, who was named Lumpy. Although apparently right. within the story, uh, their names were short for for other things, such as. Let me find them. My notes really quick. Um, Sorry. It was Lumpa Warump for Lumpy and a Tichit I can't even pronounce it for Itchy. Wow. So, of course, they had to have next name because they made them weird and hard to pronounce. Um, right. But they're basically in just like a normal. Um, like American household, except on Kashyyyk. This was the introduction of Kashyyyk, the Wookiee homeworld, actually, which is still canonically the Wookiee homeworld to this day. This really? Yes. Yeah. Kashyyyk has shown up in Revenge of the Sith, the Clone Wars. Um, It's it's still an important planet. And this was its introduction uh, was in oh this special. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Um, yes. So they, they like you mentioned, they scrubbed this special from the Internet and anywhere you can get yeah. it. But they're still tying things back to it oh absolutely frequently very frequently especially lately yes yeah so um it's on kashik and they're just kind of in a normal household uh the mom is cooking dinner so it was kind of a bunch of loosely connected segments uh connected by just this vague storyline of uh the main cast of star wars you know han and chewie and luke and leia trying to get back for life day um while chewbacca's family is being harassed by imperial officers who are trying to find chewbacca but they're of course it's it's loosely connected with a bunch of weird sketches so one of those first sketches is um i forgot this is a variety special it's a variety (laughs) show which variety shows were very popular at the time which is why they chose that format um this is all insane to me literally insane check your phone anyway continue <laughs> one of the uh the first sketches was the mom watching a cooking show with a four-armed uh, uh chef teaching how to make um bantha surprise <laughs> um and there were other ones there there was one bit i think this is a pretty famous bit where the grandfather itchy is given a, just kind of a vr headset it's like a vr hologram thing where he just 
and this is given to him by his daughter-in-law. He's just given porn. Just, he watches, like, actual porn, uh, where a character, uh, the character that's performing even says something along the lines of experience me, um, and he, he does a little, he does a little thing to, uh, yeah, yeah, she says, I am your pleasure, experience me, and he does a little thing that seems to be implied that he, um, <laughs> next yeah. topic that's yeah. insane it is, that it is bonkers um there's there is a show that is watched at one point i'm not going to go over the whole story because it's it's literally so whacked out and insane that like it would it, it wouldn't be worth your guys' time for me to explain the whole thing uh there's exactly a where Check your phone. a um it's some famous performer from that time tv performer from that time uh was in the cantina from the original and uh she needs to get all the aliens to go home it's last call and so she sings them a song it's to the tune of the cantina band song from the original star wars which sounds horribly cringe um but she's Wait, singing you don't like to the it canti- oh, hold no on, no hold i on. like that song i think that somebody a white woman singing a song to that sounds abysmal um yeah. So and it even has the band from the movie playing in the background. She dances with Greedo, who at that time is dead. So I don't get they weren't quite sticking to canon on that one, but it was loose at this point. George Lucas wasn't really involved. Um, Little production fact. It was apparently really hot on set while they were filming this scene. And people in the alien outfits were passing out from lack of oxygen. One of the writers had brought his son to set that day and said, some of them were passing out because they didn't have oxygen. And there's my son watching these creatures he loves die in front of him. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So that's a mess. And at the time that the second director came in, um, the sh- it was already over budget and buying schedule. Of course. So um, also another thing that wasn't helpful was that the film actors that had been in the original Star Wars we're not eager to participate because at the time it was kind of seen as, you know, a downgrade to go from TV to film. So they didn't really wait. It, it was a downgrade. You mean from film to TV, right? Yo. Yeah, that's my. Yeah. OK. So slipped on the words. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah. to go from film to TV was a bit of a downgrade. Uh, Harrison Ford was particularly clearly uh, not happy to be there. You know, everybody was basically phoning it. But Harrison Ford was like actually visibly pissed in some of the shots. <laughs> like really unhappy really? to be on camera and he was never super cooperative with anything in star wars in the first place like nah, he was kind of always, always got a feeling that it. he hates acting <laughs> which is right he really does yeah. seem like he he wanted han solo to die really bad like he's mm-hmm. always been pissy about it so he was especially pissy about this and there's you can tell in some other things that we'll get to um carrie fisher she did have one thing she really wanted to do she wanted to sing. So she did get to sing. Uh, she really was adamant that she would sing this thing. So it ends with her singing a song that she didn't like the song they had written, but she sings it. And it's to the th- tune of the Star Wars main theme. Once again, sounds horrible. Very strange. Very strange. Creative it's not decision. a theme you sing to. It's yeah. a bunch of da, 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 a lot of da's. Yeah, it's an orchestral thing. So there were words to it. It was just like just a weird, yeah, weird creative decision. Once again, um, I've heard accounts that like apparently Carrie Fisher looks like really coked out at times. I don't know. 
fully the I didn't find anything in the articles about that, but I've I've heard like rumors about that within the Star Wars circles. Um hey, whatever gets you through the Star Wars holiday hey, special. Yeah, you know whatever what gets mean? you through performing in that, apparently. Yeah. Um so it finally releases. It releases after Thanksgiving in nineteen seventy eight. November seventeenth, nineteen seventy eight. It airs once on CBS. Um before we get any further. Yes, speaking um, of TV, is it time for a commercial break? It is. Oh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Yeah. No good ideas. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Hank, I got to tell you, I've just I've been having a tough week. Oh, no. Why is that? It's just like I'm trying to start this podcast and like it's super fun, but it's really tough to get it off the ground. And like I'm not making any money from this. Yeah, it takes a lot of work, time and patience and at very little reward. It's really a passion project. Yeah, I wish there was like this one website I could go to to get free cash for my new podcast. Oh, my gosh. Well, do I have the website for you? What? Yeah. Podcast. Podcast is free cash for your podcast. That's literally what I wanted. Yeah, it's awesome. Podcast gave away $100,000. That's 100 grand to up and coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. Wait, that's 100 grand. Wait, you already said that, right? We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground, which is why we're so excited to have been podcast winners. We really appreciate this. And we would have gone nuts for something like this when we were just getting started. Yeah. We still went nuts when we got yeah, it. I mean, it's dude, crazy. <laughs> the day we found out we were podcast winners, I went absolutely insane. Yeah, I went out onto the street and went <laughs> with excitement. Yeah, it was it was a crazy day. And, you know, if we could win money, you can definitely win money. Exactly. That's like the whole point. That's what makes it so exciting. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or if you're already a podcaster, so even if you don't even have a podcast, but you just want to try it out, you can go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. Yeah, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-H dot com. Go there and get your sweet idea for a podcast started. Thanks, Podcash. We're back. And we're back. We're b- the Star Wars special. We're back with the Star Wars holiday special. And it's in July. In in July. It's Christmas in July. Christmas July episode, everybody. And mm-hmm. um so this releases. It didn't get that much viewership, surprisingly. Um, it was not a huge hit. It was beaten out in the first hour by some other show that was popular at the time that I like I saw it and I was like, I've never heard of this. Um, the same what, thing. Do, with the do second you have hour. it? Do I have it? Yeah, I've got I've got it pulled up. Um, yeah, I wonder if, if Bradley has uh, has heard of it. So test me. Um, what is it? Mash. Mash. No. <laughs> uh, um, it was in one of these stories. I'm gonna gotta freaking locate it. You wanna cut this part out? Cut this part out. Um, uh, I'll just do some fun little sound effects. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So it finished. Uh, according to Nelson Media Research, it was seen by 13 million television households. It's pretty good. Uh, but it's it finished, standards. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
finished second to ABC's Love Boat. And Love Boat. Part... Okay, that's huge. Okay, so you have heard of that. Okay, I had not heard of that. Yeah. In uh, part two of Pearl, a miniseries about um, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Never heard of that. Me neither. So this beat I've the heard hard. Of, I've, I've heard of the, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. I haven't heard of the <laughs> miniseries. About... We need to do an episode on that. That sounds like a bad idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was like a real uh, flub. That was like a real n- nasty idea. So mm-hmm. it airs and 13 million people see it, including some critics. Let's read some critic critics quotes found on Wikipedia. Um, All right. It's, it's critic corner. Everybody gather yeah. around. <laughs> the AP review called the program bubblegum for the brain. I've never heard something called that, but that does. That's pretty gross sounding. I, pretty I nasty think that's nice. Bubble. I like bubblegum. It's like bubblegum, but for your brain. I don't think it was. Nice. I think it was meant to be like I was sticky and hard to get out of your head. Um, nah, I, I think that's a good review. <laughs> Next one. One review says, I'm not convinced the special wasn't ultimately written and directed by a sentient bag of cocaine. <laughs> I like that. That's very good. Um, in the book, what were they thinking? The 100 dumbest events in television history. The holiday special won number one, calling it the worst two hours of television ever. It was two hours long. Two hours long. Yeah, this was comparable to the movie. Oh, my God. I thought it was literally just like a half hour. No, this was long. This was long. Yeah. So that's oh why I got God. beaten out by two other shows because there were two, two or yeah. hours of this. So this was a long thing with a lot of weird variety segments. There was also a performance by uh, Jefferson Starship. Do I have that right? I don't think I band? know that name. Um. Yeah, Jefferson Starship was a band and they had they had a music video in it. Apparently, there were some issues with production with that. Um, it was a re- variety show. There was also wow. a cartoon segment. The Fun. cartoon segment, weird art style. This was handled by All the right. company that would eventually go on to handle the shows Droids and Ewoks, which were also now non-canon uh, Star Wars cartoons. But this cartoon was actually pretty well received. It was actually decent and people liked it. And it's ended up being quite influential. It was Boba Fett's first on-screen appearance. That was another uh, thing that George Lucas wanted to be a part of this because he knew that Boba Fett was going to be a small but important part of the Empire Strikes Back. So we requested that Boba Fett be a part of a, a segment in it. This is wild that they're like introducing pretty, yeah, like very important characters in Star Wars canon in the holiday special. Yeah, in the god awful holiday special. So that is insane. This was Check your phone. Boba Fett's first on-screen appearance. He looked very different. Same armor, like shaping and style and stuff. But his helmet was kind of a sand bluish silver color. Mandalorian helmet in a silver color. Keep this in mind. He also had a very famously shaped gun with a big forked shape at the end. Keep this in mind. Um, and ah. the cartoon was well received. I was talking about how I would get back to the fact that Harrison Ford, you can really tell he's phoning it in. Good Lord, some of the voice acting that he did for this was like just abysmal. (laughs) You know, this was Harrison Ford and my friends that have done work for my animated films have all done better than Harrison Ford did voice acting for this holiday special. So good job, guys. You're better voice actors than Harrison Ford. Really? Um, Oh, yeah. 
Oh man, was this guy phony so again? Funny. It is terrible. The art style's wacky. Uh, this movie actually was the first time James Earl Jones, uh, well, the holiday special was the first time James Earl Jones was credited as a Darth Vader. He was not in the original uh, release of the first one. Um, oh. So he was credited as that. Uh, the only cast member that actually didn't return, main cast member that didn't return for this, was uh, Kenny Baker. I believe that's his name, uh, who was the guy inside of R2-D2. Um, this oh. was actually a remote-controlled R2-D2. Um, Robots taking our jobs. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, remote-controlled R2-D2 that was controlled by um, George Lucas's receptionist <laughs> for for this, which I think is kind of, kind of a funny little fact. That's um, a fun little gig to get. Yeah, yeah, you got to be R2-D2 for the worst-received thing in, uh, yeah. in Star Wars history. Uh, so George Lucas has been pretty quiet about the whole thing. He he's made it clear that he knows it was a mistake to not be in very much control of a Star Wars thing. And so he he was really he t- kept tight control over it in the future. Um, it, it was a big thing for at least for a while. That is obviously no longer the case. But he he had a pretty he was very he learned a lot from this experience. There's the famous right. quote where he said that if he had enough time and a sledgehammer, he would track down every bootleg VHS copy and smash it. Um, That's funny. He really hated that thing. Most of the original, like the actors like Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, all of them, they haven't seen it. They haven't watched it. They just heard it was really, really? bad. Yeah. Mark Hamill's admitted that he's never watched the whole thing, which That's I think so is so funny. But a lot of them joke about it. The only copy that was ever officially given out was actually given to Carrie Fisher. She requested from Lucasfilm uh, a VHS copy so that she could get rid of guests at parties, <laughs> like scare them away when it was time to get people to leave and like start playing it. Yeah. Which is so, so funny. Funny. I love Carrie uh, Fisher. That is such a good bit. Um, yeah. So that was the one official copy that was given out. Um, that is somewhere now in, in the Fisher family. So that, that is excellent. Uh, so as you can see, this whole thing was kind of a mess. Not very good. Um, bad idea. But mm-hmm. one thing that I love about Star Wars, and I'm a big Star Wars guy. If you've looked at my Lego account, you can probably what? tell this. I'm a big Star Wars guy. I like Star Wars. Um, Never heard Not this. the bad kind. Not not the bad kind that's like, you know, gets mean and angry and vitriolic about it online. Um, one thing that I like that Star Wars does is that it owns it. No matter how Star Wars has put out a lot of bad media. Yeah. It happens, man. We put out a lot of bad stuff. Um, but they own it. You know, when they did the prequels, they have owned those prequels. It is a core part of Star Wars storytelling. And the holiday special continues to affect Star Wars to this day. So obviously it introduced Boba Fett. It introduced Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk is largely consistent in its current iterations with how it looked in the uh, in the holiday special. Because it was very similar to the Ewok planet, which also didn't exist at the time because this was well before return of the Jedi was made um, a very tall, like these huge immense trees with tree houses built in them. There's actually a scene where the son lumpy has to take the trash out <laughs> riveting stuff and goes out and sees like how scary of a fall it would be to fall all the way down uh, from one of those trees. And so when they'd appeared in Re- revenge of the Sith, there were very just these massive trees with these big wooden structures. Them. So it's largely consistent with that. Um, yeah. Also Boba Fett appeared. However, his appearance was very different in empire strikes back, but Boba Fett's appearance in the holiday special, very clearly, very strongly affected the Mandalorian's appearance 
He has the same silver helmet. His gun is directly taken from Boba Fett's gun in the holiday special. He just has that gun. What? It's awesome. Life Day is in all, is mentioned in the first episode of The Mandalorian. A character that The Mandalorian uh, takes in as a bounty says that he's trying to make it home for Life Day. This is insane that even when they're like, this is the worst thing we've ever made, scrap it. They don't scrap the canon of it all. Yeah, so it's not canon. When Disney purchased, so it was for a while when there was just like the original movies and there was a bunch of people writing the expanded universe books and it was kind of out of George Lucas's control and kind of a mess and not really consistent. Um, it was kind of considered this m- intermediary level of canon where, yeah, it kind of counted and Chewbacca just, you know, this guy that's going out doing bounties and stuff just has a wife and son at home, <laughs> which I think mm. is pretty hilarious uh, in concept based on his character and is definitely not the case anymore. Um, but when Disney purchased uh, Lucasfilm, everything in Star Wars canon was wiped except for the originals, the main six films and the Clone Wars animated series. That was all wiped from canon. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know the Clone Wars was. The Clone Wars was not wiped from canon. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. it was the only thing besides the main six movies that were kept in canon. And I'm really glad it was because if I was a kid, because I remember when Disney purchased Lucasfilm and they can't because they still canceled the Clone Wars. They ended its run and that killed me. That show was my childhood. That was extremely upsetting. Um, mm. That just wrecked me seriously. Um, but so uh, this the holiday special is obviously made non-canon, but we modern Star Wars still really likes to reference and bring in little tidbits and Easter eggs from things that aren't canon anymore, just to kind of, you know, pay a little homage to all these authors and people who made these things. Like there was an, I was reading an interview from the uh, director who came in later of this, of the holiday special who says that when he goes online and reads comments about it, it's still hurtful to him because the people did work on it. That did this variety show special. They worked on it. They did believe in it. So he says that it still hurts to see, People talk about it the way that they do. But yeah. Star Wars still like owns it. we have it. been for the past 30 minutes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, I like to think that we haven't been... We have honestly been pretty balanced in our... We just kind of talked about what happened. You know, and then the critics' yeah. reception. But it, it, was right. still, it was still a mess. And I think that that was due to some strange creative decisions. And this was the second iteration, second thing ever in this IP. It was still pretty new. Still figuring itself out. And I think it's always still figuring itself out kind of what i like about it um but it is still frequently mentioned and brought up and like you know referenced in current star wars canon which i love and in 2021 the cartoon segment of the special actually was added to disney plus you can watch it on disney plus yes they have unscrubbed that part from history it was added as well as some stuff from i believe the ewoks show i believe droids um in this sort of like retro star wars collection where they added a bunch of old previously non-canon media that's still non-canon but you can watch it now that's fun i love that i really love that it's all these old 70s art cartoons and it looks it looks 70s all right oh the star <laughs> wars right. the guy, that cartoon looks 70s there's a part where they land in a bright pink ocean that makes your eyes hurt like it it's mm. and that's actually the scene where boba fett is introduced um <laughs> And so I actually watched it. And if you go on my Lego account at Faraway Bricks, you will see that I recently built a scene from the holiday special in collaboration with another builder who did a custom minifigure of the holiday special Boba Fett. 
wait, has this whole episode just <gasps> been a promotion for your Instagram? Yeah, baby, go check out Faraway Bricks on Instagram. I've done the been good story. <laughs> Today's bad idea is not going to check out my page. It has nothing to do with holiday special. No, I just thought that was interesting to mention that it's like, hey. I've seen part of this. I've only I haven't seen any of the bootleg stuff, minus like little clips of footage um, that have been mm-hmm. used in YouTube videos about it here and there. I've never gone and found the bootleg version online, although it does exist. You can find it. Uh, technology has prevented George Lucas from scar- scrubbing it from the face of the earth, which is great. Uh, VHS copies of the bootleg version are like prizes at conventions and stuff. People, there's actually a whole website that I found that's just about the Star Wars holiday special. It's a pretty cheaply built website, but it's got a full plot uh, synopsis. Go check it out. It is um, StarWarsHolidaySpecial.com. Wow. All <laughs> right. I've got some info on there. You can see some of the weird freaking costumes and like pictures from it. This whole thing was just just a strange, strange mess that George Lucas wishes never happened. Um but it's still a part of Star Wars to this day because Star Wars owns when it fucks up, which it does a lot. <laughs> yeah, and that's our episode, everybody. I think it's time. Oh, oh. Hold on. I have a oh, quick question. Can quick I question? add something? Yes. I know fairly recently. Did they do like a Lego Star Wars holiday special? They did. This is true. OK, it was not. Mm-hmm. I think that life Day. it might have had to do with life day still, but it wasn't like a re retread of the same idea or anything. Right. The Lego things are always, I, I'd say they're pretty variety show ish. Um, they, yeah. I know they did a, basically a variety show Lego story for the last Halloween one that they did. Um, but yes, it was set after the sequel trilogy and it's actually currently the only piece of media, although non Canon that has been set after episode nine of star Wars, like, or that's oh, meant to be set after that. They haven't touched that space since that movie came out, except for the Lego Star Wars holiday special. And that's I fun. think the next holiday special that's coming out is going to be the same way. They're, so they're making more holiday specials. I think so. They're doing like, no, sorry, I, I'm getting confused. They're doing a summer special that's coming out soon. But I just know oh. that in I've seen uh, uh, photos of the upcoming advent calendar and it's like a, a kind of a summer uh vacation like uh like, i don't know how to put the words in it but it's like summer themed it's a summer themed advent calendar which is interesting right. um for for christmas that's coming out and i will be getting that set and i will be doing i'm just gonna keep plugging my lego account just to commit to yeah. it um i will be doing vignette advent where i build a little build out of each thing that comes in the advent calendar it was a really big thing last year and it's gonna be even bigger this year so even bigger yeah so um yeah, that's the that's the holiday special. So yeah, it it is not escape the hearts and minds of Star Wars fans. Thank you for reminding me of that. I I had spaced on that. All right, I know more than you. That's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, no, nah, that was just something I thought we we're gonna bring it back to that in the end because I remember because I've heard about the obviously the holiday special before, but yeah. I didn't know anything to the extent of what you said, and I knew that it was probably a big deal that they labeled something as a Star Wars holiday special. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now. I'd say that there's even like the possibility that, you know, that's kind of one of those strategic cover up things like people. There's a conspiracy that, that Disney's Frozen, Frozen was named yeah. that to cover people searching Disney's Walt Disney's head being frozen. So, yeah. you could say maybe it was something strategic like that, although it seems like more of a, a fun, like ton and tongue in cheek gag because the Lego yeah. Lego properties, Lego Star Wars properties are very good at like these kind of self-referential gags like i remember one i really liked from uh the episode nine 
see one of the episode nine boss battles uh, from the new Lego Star Wars game was uh, Palpatine. Spoilers for episode nine. Ray is a Palpatine. Um, uh, the Emperor says uh, like, bah, I said they should have named you Kira would have sounded so much cooler. Ray was named Kira in the draft skip uh, scripts of episode seven. So just little like deep cut Ooh. references like that. Lego likes to do that with their Star Wars yeah. uh, stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I can go on and on about little Star Wars facts and references here and there. I've I'm, my brain is riddled with them. And I'm, I know much more about Star Wars than I do the real planet. But <laughs> hey, that's not here or there. Bradley, yeah. I think it's time for good idea, bad idea. I agree with you. Who wants to go first today? I think you. Me? Yes. Oh, man. I should have rehearsed this <laughs> like Nathan Fielder does in the show The Rehearsal on oh, HBO. Is it out? Yeah. First episode's out. Oh, shit. I'm there's so probably, excited. By the time this is released, there's probably two episodes. and Maybe it went downhill from there, but the first <laughs> episode's fantastic. Oh, um, man. It is so good. It feels like coming home. Nathan Fielder's back on your screen. I watched, I couldn't go to bed. Well, I woke up early, I should say, and I couldn't go back to bed. So I just turned on like Pluto TV, like the internet live stream TV, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. And I turned on the Comedy Central one and they just had a bunch of Nathan for you playing. Perfect. It's so good. It's so good. And <laughs> yeah, the rehearsal, I'm curious to see how it's going to hold up for the whole like season because it's not like, it's not the classic to, to use a quote we've used in this episode variety show of Nathan trying to help a small business. It's him trying to help people do something they've been putting off by rehearsing it in an insane way. <laughs> um, in it, the first episode within the first five minutes, it blows your mind of like how much money did HBO give this guy? I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm uh, it's so, so good. excited. <laughs> so highly recommend as I've said only first episodes out I have no idea what's going to happen in the rest of the season um, but the first episode of, of the rehearsal on HBO so good that's okay. my good idea of the week Hank good, good idea my good idea of the week um, I know that season 3 is out of this show but I'm actually not there yet is The Boys on Amazon Prime I just started Whoa. that show and it's it's. I'm surprised I haven't gotten into it earlier i think maybe out of a little bit of uh personal uh anger and spite just because i came up with a show pitch that i really liked and then when i told it to my friends they're like oh that's just the boys it was like God. imagine how well, i feel of be real <laughs> we'll get yeah into exactly that yeah you know how it is yeah. it's just like you thought you come with something good and then somebody else just takes it and that yeah. so and i can see it's definitely a different thing but it's it's like kind of the same there's a couple of way too close similarities with our ideas that if I ever wanted to make my thing, I would have to change. Um, mm. Such as my my idea had an important group of superheroes called the Six, the Big Six, and the Seven is a central part of the boys. So a little too close would seem like yeah. a direct ripoff, although I came up with it before watching the show. Just saying. Um, just so, saying. But I just started watching it, and I really like it because... Two of my films now, two of my short films that I've spent, you know, a year or more making have been superhero things, but they've been always made out of a frustration with the superhero genre for me that we get so many of these freaking movies, so many goddamn superhero movies, and they never do anything different. 
It's always right. the same kind of arc and same type of movie. When the idea of superheroes, there's so much more to explore. And if we're going to be making this much of them, this many of them, we should at least expand our horizons a little bit and tell some mm-hmm. different stories. So that's why I made one about a superhero going into an elected elected position. You know, these are four minute animated cartoons, so they're not like like just silly little cartoons. So that's not examining the idea super deeply. But I want to do something different. And then the second one is about a superhero that does not want to be a superhero and just wants to be a normal person yeah that doesn't require that the character ends up deciding to be a superhero in the end so it's like there's all these things to explore and the boys does that it does that very well Mm. i'm really liking it. i'm three episodes in and it's doing that really really well and i'm really liking it so i recommend that show i know that people love it especially like now in the third season it's really picking up like even more so i'm gonna i've heard really good things about it I have also heard I have not seen it, but I also hear it is extremely gory. Is that the case? Yeah, this is not for kids. If there are any kids listening, um, which I'm sorry that I've been cursing, guys. Uh, <laughs> That's a big. This show us. is this show is not for you. This is a this is a big boy show. Put on your big boy pants. Well, don't put it. If you're not if you're not a big boy, don't put on big boy pants. Just don't watch the show until later. Shut up, kids. It's not for you. Shut up. Fine. You can watch it. <laughs> I wish I had a yay sound effect. That's a... <laughs> oh, I got an email Check instead. One of them, one of them sent me a nice email. Yeah, not a death threat. Um, and that's my good idea, Bradley. Nice. Where can we find you? You can find me at Bradley with an E, literally everywhere on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxed cameo if you really want i, I still say that i don't i literally don't check cameo i could have a million <laughs> requests on cameo <laughs> and i just i yeah. hope so <laughs> yeah so we'll see that you can also go to brad.rocks to see everything i've ever done literally ever when i say i've realized of this when i say bradley with an e i mean the name full oh, yeah, bradley with an e they should probably be clarifying that that's true yeah. actually you've been doing so this for many not, episodes now never clarifying it yeah i've done this for like what 50 episodes or something <laughs> like that it's not at bradley i wish i had that username but yeah. it's that's impossible it's at bradley with an e like b-r-a-d-l-e-y-w-i-t-h-a-n-e okay yeah, yeah i think so that's good for people go to know so find them at b-r-a-d-l-e-y-w-i-t-h-a-n-e not just Bradley. Yeah. On all of those aforementioned uh, uh, sites and and apps. You can find me at mm-hmm. youtube.com backslash Hankfar. Watch our not-so-new film, Spy Files Mystery, The Missing Orb. It still bops no matter how long ago it was released. And uh, you can check watch all email. my other... Oh, shit. I got a fucking email. Um, <laughs> and you can check out our other... Uh, my other film and animation works there. Bradley's been a part of a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can also find my Lego Instagram. Oh, they don't like me for some reason. <laughs> uh, you can find my Lego Instagram that I have not plugged yet this episode because I have self restraint at Far Away Bricks on Instagram. See my Lego Star Wars holiday special. No, holiday special built in Lego Star Wars. I got to clarify that now because now there is a Lego Star Wars holiday special. Um, you can find that. I actually have some figures. I have some of my minifigures are actually specifically from the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special because the advent calendar last year was based on it. Fun yeah. fact. Yeah. So I've got Darth Vader in a Christmas sweater. I like it. It's a good figure. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And with that, well, where can they find the You can pod? also follow. Yeah, you can follow the podcast at No Good Ideas Pod on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok for updates and fun content that I'll post fun sometimes. Clips, silly content. It, yeah, and re- review it wherever you can. Apple, 
Spotify. Give it five stars. Audible. If you do, you won't win the Powerball. Just make sure you guys know I was kidding last time. You yeah. Well, you know you could. You could. Yeah. There's a chance. You are just as likely to win the Powerball if you do review us than if you don't. Precisely. But you'll feel yeah. But you'll just de- feel a little bit better about yourself because you've done something yeah. good for the world by helping them uh, we can, introduce them to us. We can confidently say reviewing the No Good Ideas podcast does not hurt your chances of winning yeah. the Powerball. Doesn't hurt anybody unless you write a bad yeah. review and then we'll cry. Yeah, On, make it five stars. Make an episode. Yeah, make it five stars. If it's four and a half stars, I will cry in the next episode. I promise mm-hmm. I will. I mean, honestly, actually, you know what? I think that would actually be a better incentive for them to re- give us a because four and a half stars is still a good review. So I'm going to say this, guys, right now. If you guys give us if if one of you guys goes and gives us a four and a half star review right now after listening to this episode, I will cry in the next episode. <laughs> and if you can't for some reason, I don't know if like Apple allows you to half a star. And if you can't do it, just round it up. You know, it's yeah, the same thing. We'll there count you go. There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. if you round it down to four, I'm not going to cry because that's not that's not what I asked for. That wasn't the deal. Yeah takes very specific mm-hmm. circumstances to make me cry on the next episode so that's the deal we will check before we i'm gonna set a reminder we will check if we have a new five-star yeah. review i will cry i will do it just mm-hmm. for you so go give us with a review and with that i think that's it for the episode and yeah. instead of doing a saying uh uh oh oh here's a fun fact they hold up a big ball for life day so life day ball Check your phone. <laughs>